Recession fears loom. Some are accepting the inevitable truth that the state of the country's economic position or strength, a financial crisis and manageability of these concerns to prevent the perfect storm from wreaking havoc on our economy. Details next. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping. Welcome. The conversation with Christina Ping Kepperling. The show is your powerful legacy radio. And Christina is all about the on-track retirement system for you applied in a custom fashion with the right strategies for you. Christina is the author of the book, The Retirement Train. You get a copy of that when you meet with Christina. Hello, Christina. Hello. Great to be here with you always, Dave. Great to be with you. Of course, we're going to have another great conversation here. Subject matter opening up is not the best. However, when the right strategies are in place, uh, even in uh, tough economic times as we're in now, it can seem not so bad because we're dealing with that high inflation. Christina, 9.1%. And some are saying it's really higher if you factor everything in. When we're talking about what is that rate of inflation, we're talking about CPI and GPD. We're not talking about the everyday. So let's just sit here and have a real conversation for a second, Dave. Mm -hmm. How is it feeling at the gas pump right now? Feeling like higher than (laughs) 9.1. And if you're out buying just a can of soup or a gallon of milk, you know, everything costs more because when our fuel costs more, of course, it costs more to transport. And here in the U.S., everything runs by truck. So it's the inevitable. That's just the way that it runs. And How do we go ahead and have this part of your strategy and factor it into your retirement strategy accordingly? And that's what we're going to look at. Exactly. But I mean, Christina's going to lay out, uh, of course, what we're dealing with now. We've got some outside help on that, too. But ultimately, we're going to look at the right strategies for where we are now. Uh, Jeremy Siegel is professor of finance at University of Pennsylvania's Warden School of Business. He shares his forecast for inflation, for volatility, and also his concerns for how the Fed recovery efforts are executed in the aftermath. The Fed tightening and how high they're going to have to go, I think is almost excessive now. I think the Fed has to be careful. You know, I monitored the money supply and, you know, that told me that we were going to have all this inflation that we had. Well, the money supply has been brought to almost a dead stop this year. And that is unprecedented. And I said, you know, three weeks ago, the Fed has just got to be careful not to slam on the brakes and just crash this economy. They've got to watch things. Yes, they have to raise. They have to ratify what's going on. But they have to realize that most of the inflation now is behind us, even though it's going to be going through the official statistics over the next six to 12 months. What he was talking about with the money supply is uh, something that makes this a little bit different. One of the few things that makes where we are now a little bit different. But I mean, do you think inflation has peaked, as he said. You know, I've heard so many different experts, and I don't really know what to say. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is no, I don't think that it has, because we are not just in an inflation situation. We're also in a supply chain situation. Mm -hmm. And the supply demand part is what a lot of people are not talking about. And when I think about that, I think about the toilet paper situation that happened back when COVID first came about. We all remember that because the supply was low and the demand was so heavy, everybody was freaking out, hoarding and just, (laughs) I mean, it was a mess. (laughs) And we're in a worse situation than we were then. And nobody's really talking about it because things have been shut down for several weeks. We are just now getting off the cargo ships. What was there over six months ago? Once that all catches up, it's going to be a little bit of a difficult time. And that storm has not really even been forecasted yet. Right. There are so many things that are different this time. You're exactly right. And uh, which makes it uh, challenging. But Christina is not afraid to roll up those sleeves and look at the best strategies for you and where we are right now. Daryl Kronk is CIO of Wells Fargo Investment Institute. Has kind of shift a little bit to the bond market because it too is down. Well, Daryl Kronk explains that there is a surefire indicator When it comes to measuring the true destruction that this storm is capable of and what is on the horizon as it stands now. The bond market is telling you more things than the stock market is right now. So we have a lot of work to do yet on inflation. And I think the bond market is starting to tell you that, you know, relative to earnings season. Look, I mean, you're probably going to get 11, 12 percent revenue growth, but only about five to six percent earnings growth, which tells you already this will be the first quarter of margin deterioration because of the math just in the income statement there. And I think we need to really watch forward consensus because I think post the Q2 conference calls with CEOs and CFOs, those sell side numbers are going to get ratcheted down pretty materially. 
I guess, you know, you have that seesaw effect with the, the bond market with it related to uh, interest rates too, right, Christina? We sure do. And I want to kind of talk about bonds for just a moment. And when we're talking about this overall economic cycle, that we're in, you know that this is just a piece of the cycle. So nobody out there needs to be freaking out. We just need to be taking care of it accordingly. Like mm-hmm. when you know that a big hurricane is coming, you know that storm is coming through. What is the cycle of it? What is the length of time? And then what is the cleanup effort going to have to be? It's not a surprise. This is nothing that is new. And I had a client who is a very successful horse farmer and he cracks me up so bad Hmm. when we were talking about all the money that was pumped into the economy with all of the stimulus, if you will, and all of the, you know, supplements during COVID and everything else that was going on. He said, inflation's coming. This is kind of like right now the feds responding to all of this. He said, this is like trying to shut the door after all the animals have escaped (laughs) (laughs) shutting that barn door. And he's right. I mean, we're just responding to it instead of being proactive, but jumping back to bonds, I want you to imagine for just a moment that you have a teeter totter in front of you on bonds. When the rates are up, the prices are down. When the rates are down, the prices are up. So it's like a teeter totter. Mm -hmm. And this is a very normal cycle. This is what happens. But right this moment, because those rates are up and the prices are down, we're on an inverted curve. If you just look in your favorite browser and see what that looks like, what is it going to amount to? Well, it's the same as what the cycle has been over and over and over. The only thing that is different about our economic status right now versus any other time, let's compare it to the recession that was a 14-year recovery from 2000 all the way through 2008 and beyond. And then the oil crisis in the 70s, the Great Depression, 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. This was a really big deal during all of those times as far as prices and rates for bonds. But right now, what's worse is that we have multiple things in there. We have this pandemic situation that we're trying to recover, supply chain issues, financing is completely different. If you look backward to these economic times back, you know, let's talk about the Great Depression, because that was one of the most impactful, I guess, economic periods that people discuss all the time. Things are worse, more people mortgage and have credit than they've ever had. That's a really bad situation. The debt is going to continue to sink us. What is that going to look like? What do we need to do to get some balance there? It's actually a really good point. I wasn't alive. I'm believe it or not, not that old to have been alive during the Great Depression. But <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I never thought about the fact that yeah, I, a lot of people. I mean, they didn't have credit cards. I, I would imagine the debt situation was a lot better, personal debt back then, and not to mention it national was. debt. It was because people purchase things differently. First off, let's jump back for just a minute. I'm a huge history buff. Dave, you know this about me. Mm-hmm. And I was born in the wrong century. I should have been born in those mid to late 1800s because uh-huh. I'm just so fascinated with those times. I am too. Yeah. In the United States, of course, we had so much progression during that period. You know, the big steel boom came mm-hmm. about. I mean, we just, I love that. But anyway, let's jump to the Great Depression. What really took place? So in everyday lives, a lot of families lived together. They had multi-generational farms that they were on. And for those who were just coming into the U.S., they were not loaning money to be able to purchase things. They earned the money and purchased things. Mm -hmm. It took time. They would live with families and, you know, rent things until they could afford to purchase. Credit was not the same. And if things were bought on credit, it was usually a personal handshake type note or promissory note type thing, not directly with the banks. So the rates of the banks and the Fed rate did not matter back then. That's the part that a lot of people don't really discuss. And then also debt for credit cards didn't exist. There were not credit cards Mm -hmm. (laughs) during the Great Depression. And credit cards were very sparse during the oil crisis too. So when we're talking about credit problems, 2008 was really the ultimate recession that showed what credit problems cause. Mm -hmm. So now that we're here, fast forward to today, the credit problems are much more of an impact because of the rates, because of the pandemic, because of the debt, because of the supply chain, everything else going on, because inflation is causing people to spend more on credit to be able to keep pace. And a lot of those things are not really being discussed. I'm not seeing that on the mainstream media. And I think when we 
really take a deep dive into families' everyday lives, that is a subject that you really need to be talking about. Go easy on the mainstream media, Christina. I mean, they have a, they're have they really busy covering who will be the final host of Jeopardy and the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I mean, they're busy. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I love the way you always lighten everything. You're the very best, Dave. I know. It's, right. It is a lot. It is a whole lot. And one of my favorite things, um, you know, back in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, people didn't have a television. And one of my neighbors, he's a much elderly gentleman, and I really value his opinion on things. And he said something to me back in the spring that made total sense. He said, shut the television off mm-hmm. and talk to your neighbors. Love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Know what's really going on in reality. Don't don't listen to the nonsense. There's that country Sit song. Love your neighbor. When the world had a front porch or if the world had a front porch the way we did That's back right. then. And then, uh, right. and what was it, James Gregory, the comedian, said, now nobody has a porch anymore. They got a deck. <laughs> deck. <laughs> All right, well, look, here's that we're going to get to some solutions here, too. But, but Christina, here's the big solution. Let's get these strategies together. And the starting point for that is that initial consultation that you open up your schedule for every week on the show. That's right, folks. We are going to open up the phone lines here in just a moment, and we're opening up our schedule to 10 time slots this upcoming week. And we do know that your time is very important, and we want to give this to you. For a lot of you folks out there, we're getting phone calls every week, and people are telling us that this is a second opinion because you're missing something in your current strategy, or maybe it's not a full strategy. And that's okay. We will reserve a time slot for you if this is a second opinion. You already do have something going on, but you just need another look. So go ahead and pick up your phones right now. You can drop the word powerful in a text, or you can give us a call 800-832-1100. Again, 800-832-1100. It really is the starting point. And this information you get in this initial consultation, if you take advantage of the limited opportunity on this show, it's yours. This is your information, whether you go forward with Christina or not. This is not a hard sales pitch situation whatsoever. It's about the initial consultation for Christina to get to know you, you to get to know her, and give you a better handle on where you are now. She'll certainly, in that, suggest some strategies to to look at to make sure that you are on track with your retirement. 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100. As Christina said, you can call, or if you text, just... All you have to do is just text the word powerful if you text in the same number, 800-832-1100. Quick break. Uh, When we come back preparing for retirement, it can seem like an unending task. And in some ways, that's true. The retirement and income strategies have to evolve over time to adjust to things like runaway inflation. So when we come back, uh, Christina's going to highlight several things that you need to know to make your retirement puzzle fit together. And it's much like what comes up in that initial consultation. That's straight ahead. Welcome back into your powerful legacy radio uh, consumer advocate, Dave Perkins, with Christina Ping Kepperling. Uh, In the central Kentucky area, she is helping so many with offices in Lexington and Louisville and helping so many and in so many ways and getting the right strategies together for them in a custom way to make sure that you're on track with your retirement. It is all about the on-track retirement system. Christina is CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, author of the book, The Retirement Train. You can also catch Christina on TV Saturday nights at 7 WTVQ. Uh, ABC 36, again, Saturday nights at 7. I I like what you've got here, Christina, because it really does look like what does come up, information that that you receive and work with clients on in that first consultation even, and that's determining their numbers. And we're going to go through some of these now. I love this one, declaring your financial independence, meaning that you can retire. You don't have to, but you can. What is your financial independence number? I mean, that's what you need to work towards. I really love this. The financial independence is the number one thing that people are searching for before retirement. This means that you're going to be good. And we give all these different little rules of thumb. We talk about this pretty much every show, Dave. We talk about the 4% rule, the rule of 25. The rule of 25 and 4% rules, they are in the retirement train. 
they're in a couple chapters because they're very important ways to maybe structure, not necessarily the only way, but a way to just get a good estimate, if you will. And I'm going to give you just a little bit of an estimate on that rule of 25. So why is it the rule of 25? Because it's expected that once you retire, you will live approximately on average 25 more years. So if you need to spend about $100,000 every year, you'll need $2.5 million to achieve that financial independence. That's 25 times what that income is. With interest and everything else occurring, of course, you're going to have what you need. But the best way to figure out what to do to declare your financial independence is by creating a maintaining and detailed financial strategy. Your independent professional can help you create this strategy. Yeah, I mean, knowing what's best for you, what will work for you. And in in many ways, Christina determines and, and needs to talk to you about how you see your life and your retirement to get to that number for you. In so many ways, we talk about the puzzle pieces that you bring. That's your hard work, your sacrifice uh, throughout your working life. And then, of course, Christina gets the strategies to put it together. I mean, it's not yet uh, in place as a put-together, top-of-the-box, big-picture puzzle. Another number to look at, and it's different for everyone, is your Social Security starting age. How do you get to that? How do you determine that for everyone, Christina? This is such an important piece of your retirement puzzle, folks, because for most people, this is 30 to 40% of your retirement income. And we call this the mailbox money. You know, this money is going to be coming every month. And it's something that we want you to depend on. The rumors that Social Security is going to be broke and you won't have any benefit anymore. That's a big fat rumor. As long as people are contributing into Social Security, it's still going to be there. Mm -hmm. Yes, the trust fund is running low. Things have been spent the way they shouldn't have been spent. More people are receiving than are contributing in comparison to the way when Social Security first started. So we need to make sure that we're picking the right time. So you probably know that starting later will be a higher monthly benefit. Well, a lot of people start getting the checks as early as possible because they think you're going to get more money on these additional years collecting benefits than if you have a bigger benefit later. You're both right. There is no crystal ball to shake and say, okay, I know exactly how long I'm going to live, so let's pick it. So in 2014, the average lump sum Social Security benefit was around $300,000, the maximum benefit around $575,000 for males and around $680,000 for females. So compare these to the numbers to the average amount of savings held by a 66-year-old, which is $67,000, and you'll appreciate just how valuable Social Security can be. Now, what is that break even for you? We do have a detailed software. It's called Advisor Pro that we have exclusively here at Powerful Legacy just for this type of situation. A lot of firms use different types of software. Some of them may use the same, but this is not your SSA.gov. This will show you if you file early at your full retirement age or late Social Security. It's kept up to date. What is that break even between all of those points? What's the best time for you individually or you as a couple to file for Social Security. Maybe you have an age differential in there and we need to hold off a little bit to give survivor benefits a little bit more time to grow. It's a really big question. We're going to give you the right answer because if you don't have that, that's a big piece of your retirement puzzle. That's a good point too because you can break in and dig a little deeper than whatever you can find out at ssa.gov because you're, again, customizing it and looking at And there are many, many, many claiming options for Social Security So that's part of that process with Christina, 800-832-1100, 800-832-1100, if you want to set that up with Christina P. Kepperling. And you can text POWERFUL if you text in just the word POWERFUL to 800-832-1100 to schedule. So, and again, back to the puzzle pieces, again, what they bring to you is their hard work. They're bringing you their blood, sweat, and tears of their life, but it's not yet together as they're in the strategies being put together. That's where you come in and and also building and guaranteed lifetime income. And you determine how much with your clients they will need. We sure do. When we're talking about guaranteed lifetime income, this is money that you need to receive no matter what the rest of your life. 
this is the reality of financial security, folks. And if you don't have inflation protection built in, maybe an income multiplier, if you go into some type of long-term care or have a critical chronic or terminal illness, you could be lacking some of these benefits that you really deserve and that you're going to need in the long run built into your retirement strategy. What are some examples of guaranteed income? I want you to think out there for just a moment. Social security is obviously a guaranteed income. What else is out there? It's probably not going to be just taking disbursements from your group plan as things are going along. Right. Maybe if it's a pension, that could be a guaranteed income. What is social security and what is a pension? They are annuities. Right. Right. So what if you don't have a pension? (laughs) Then That's right. Yeah. What if you don't have a pension, but you need to have some guaranteed income? A personal pension could be developed through an annuity. That's a great way to do that. And for those of you who don't know how they work or even what they are, this is something you should be asking those professionals. And when you're asking a professional, I want you to ask a few detailed questions first off. Is this suitable for me? Why is it suitable for me? How are you paid on this? That's important. And also, why did you make this decision for me? That's important. We want to make sure that you see all of that. You should also ask for what's called an illustration. This should give a really good example of the guaranteed amounts, the worst of things, the middle road of things, and the highest of things of what they could be if you're talking about flexing it through an indexed account. If you're talking about just a plain fixed annuity, that's going to function a lot like a CD, not going to earn a whole lot, not really going to keep pace with inflation. So that's a whole nother bear right there. But please sit down with a professional and have that conversation if you need that personal pension type guaranteed income. Yeah, and you really gave good questions for them to ask of anyone, whoever, whatever professional that they are talking to. And yes, you do need to make sure that inflation is factored in, as you talked about in the first segment, but also looking ahead, trying to determine to the best of your ability, out-of-pocket health care costs. And I know you have some national average numbers that you can look at. It's a great starting point, but then making sure that that people are protective and Medicare doesn't cover everything. Medicare does not cover everything. We do have a MedSup specialist that we can send you over to here at Powerful Legacy. Although we do hold the license for Medicare, Medicare supplements and long-term care, that's not all that we do. So sometimes we're going to send you to a professional that that's exactly what it is. They're called our powerful partners. I take great pride in having these amazing partners available for you because we want you to have that one-stop shop. Do you need a CPA? Do you need a will and estate attorney? Do you need a property and casualty specialist? Do you need to talk to someone about selling your house or mortgaging something else? We have the powerful partners for all of that. And that's great. And they come in and it's really a, a team effort. Finally, too, looking at income, you also do have to look at outgoing. So this is another thing you determine with your clients is just um, what is their spending? What will it be for them in retirement? This is where we're going to keep it real, Dave. What is your budget? Mm -hmm. What are you actually spending? What is going on? So knowing how much you spend, that's another critical number that you need for retirement because the more you will spend, then the more savings and income that you're going to need. So first off, there are various ways to predict your spending. Different experts have different suggestions. Let me give you a couple of those. First off, approximately 85% of what you spent while working. The same as what you spent while working. Mm -hmm. More when you first retire, but less as you grow older. Much less in retirement because you have dramatically cut the cost to make the ends meet. Okay, that just sounded like a bunch of different ways. And they're all very different. Which one's more real? (laughs) Well, it's going to be which one is best for you? What does your retirement lifestyle need to look like? If you have to retire early for physical reasons, let's just say that you have a major accident or disability or something has happened and we need to get you retired early, chances are, folks, that you're going to have to change your lifestyle a little bit. Chances are you can't really afford the retirement that you wanted, but we're going to get you there and we're going to make sure that you're going to have what you need. And for those of you who saved a lot of extra and you've worked extra long and you put things aside and sacrificed maybe a little bit more, well, then you have the choice of what your retirement lifestyle is going to be like. And we want you to live that retirement lifestyle. Do you want to upsize? Do you want to travel, get out there and enjoy all of this time that you have now that you're retired? Or 
Do you want to sit tight? Do you want to downsize? Do you want to spend less money and be more conservative? How does that look for you? There is no right or wrong. There just truly isn't. Well, you know, Christina just covered a lot of things that you and Christina will determine together when you work with her. And that the initial consultation, her schedule is busy. She opens it up every week on the show to make this available in a, on a limited basis at no cost, no obligation. And here's that opportunity. That's right, folks. If you do pick up your phone right now, you can drop the word powerful in a text or give us a call 800-832-1100. We do have associates set standing by right now. They're going to take your call or drop your text with us and get you scheduled for your complimentary consultation here in the next week or two. And 800-832-1100 again is the number to call or text. If you text just wherever you would text, um, if you like text someone, whatever, I mean, just like a regular, like I'm on the way. I love you. Well, in this case, say powerful. <laughs> Maybe I love you would be a bit much. 800-832-1100. Not sure where I was going with that. Just in other words, as you would text a sentence or whatever, just text powerful to 800-832-1100 or certainly call in and leave your information so they can get back with you simply to schedule at a time convenient for you. Again, 800-832-1100. When Christina gets your strategies together, then you can say, I love you, 800-832-1100. Quick break. You know, we often talk about what not to do in getting to retirement. Well, this time, Christina's got some things that you absolutely should be doing. You don't want to miss it. It's straight ahead on your powerful legacy radio. Your powerful legacy radio. And we're back at it. The conversation with Christina Ping Kepperling, who is CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. And as you heard, Christina, in the last segment, they also work, uh, she has a lot of powerful partners she works with on behalf of all of her clients. So it really is a team effort in getting the strategies together uh, the right way for you and a custom approach for your retirement. It's the on track retirement system. Is what it boils down to with Christina. And the retirement train is her book. And you got a copy of that when you meet with Christina. And Christina, you do often talk about mistakes to avoid in retirement, but you are going to run down some things that we really should be doing. And especially now where we are in the current economic climate, as hard as it is, because it's an emotional thing. And I know that you help with this. How do you help your clients put any losses into perspective? Folks, I am just going to give you some good general broad information here. So first off, the S&P is down 20% this year, a little more as of today. Retirement strategizing is more than one year in time. So let's take a step back and let's look at this. So look at your portfolio for the past 30 years and see where you've come from. Dialing it back further over the past 30 years, we've had extraordinary returns, both in stocks and bonds. So remember that. And You've had this great tailwind. Your portfolio was probably in pretty good shape. So just take a look back. This is just another season. This is just another piece of the cycle. Everything's going to be okay. That's right. I mean, uh, we, we did have a really good run there. We'll get through this. And the right strategies certainly can help you because it's scarier for those who are near retirement. All the more reason to get the strategies together. Looking at things that you should do in retirement you know, the last segment, we looked at the information you need to get to and initially to help your clients. Now we're kind of looking at, in many ways, the checkup process, the review process for clients that you have, like checking on those liquid reserves. Do they need to be a little bigger now? I think that having a really good emergency fund is going to be the beginning of this liquid reserve. When we're talking about having liquid reserves, what does that mean? That's immediate liquidity, something that you can get your hands on immediately. I want you to know that there's short-term liquidity and then there's maybe a little bit longer-term liquidity. And the longer term could mean anywhere from three to six months or maybe even up to a year. So have those conversations with your professional. What type of reserves are needed? What type of liquidity needs to be in reserve? I always think of it as kind of like with the car, for instance, we we use the the doctor thing a lot, but uh, even with the car, I mean, you buy a car, you got to take it in for checkups too. I mean, that's your relationship with life changes, legislative changes, economy changes. Uh, these aren't uh, these need to be really uh, living and breathing strategies. Another thing you can look at, and sometimes you have to tell people maybe 
you know, you could be spending more here. If you want to, you can enjoy your retirement, but sometimes you maybe say, especially in times like this, you look at their spending rate and say, may need to rein it in a little bit. When we're talking about your spending, <laughs> it's not fun to talk about reeling things in. And when you retire, it is absolutely the inevitable that you're going to spend a little bit more money. And let me give you a couple of examples. And I don't want to throw anybody under the bus here, but... For a lot of folks, the honeydew list goes through the roof. There are all these things that you want to do because you've not really had the time while you're working and it's going to be to your home. Maybe there's going to be some type of a special detailing or a repair or something to your automobile. You've been kind of putting it off. It's just cosmetic or something simple. Those things cost money. It may seem like it's just a a small beans, but it's really not. Mm -hmm. I have a gentleman who retired and within six months, He spent more than $10,000 on simple little things on their home. They had a bunch of trees trimmed because they were huge. Uh They had gutter guards put on their gutters because all of those huge trees were putting leaves in it. And (laughs) he was getting a little older and didn't want to climb up on the ladder anymore and clean those gutters. And also had spent a little bit of extra money putting in a new front door because theirs was getting a lot of weather coming through it, a lot of wind and leakage of heat and air. And they just wanted to make their home more comfortable almost $10,000 right out of the gate. Wow. That was not part of the original retirement strategy. So having that in liquidity, we had a little bit of a slush fund, if you will. And what does that need to look like for you? We sit down and talk about these important things. And for some of you, it's going to be travel. I'm going to see a lot of folks that come in and they'll say, I want to travel the first couple of years when I first retire because I've not had the time to do it. Yeah, you've had your vacations or whatever, you know, once or twice a year. That's important but really traveling. I'm talking these folks jump in an RV or jump on a cruise ship or wherever for weeks or even months at a time, getting out of there, having a good time, seeing Mm -hmm. the world. It's amazing. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you just want to make sure that you certainly deserve to to do that in retirement. Just, I know that a lot of people don't like the word budget, but maybe call it spending plan or maybe call it spending strategies, but whatever you want to call it, it, it is really necessary. We're, we're talking with Christina Ping Kepperling, who is author of the book, The Retirement Train. I mean, that's really her her life here is getting people, her working life. It's retirement and the right strategies in a custom approach with all of her clients. Uh, Christina, CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. You'll also see her on TV, ABC 36, Saturday nights at 7. And she's available at 800-832-1100 to call or text Powerful, 800-832-1100. You know, we're always advised, don't sweat the small stuff. But given our current economic climate, uh, as opposed to, let's say, three years ago, four or five years ago, when we were in the bull market in a good run, is this a time really to look at micromanaging a little bit more? Yes, it is. And it depends on where you are in your cycle as to how you're going to continue forward in the economic cycle. Does that make sense to you folks? I mean, I'm I'm really confused sometimes because folks will come in and say, well, I was told to just sit tight. Mm. It could take you years right. to get back to where you were if you've lost that 30 to 40% here in the last few months that everybody is coming and talking about. I personally have lost two. I did limit my exposure back in February. We were starting to show some signs. And again, being proactive, that's what we do as professionals. So we went into something a lot safer. My husband and I had a little contest going. I'm just going to tell you all about (laughs) this one. For some of you that are loyal listeners, you know about this. In May of 2020, Mm -hmm. we both opened up a trading account with $1,000. Okay. Every month, whoever was ahead got to pick some type of a treat that we would enjoy together. So it's a win-win situation, no matter who's losing. (laughs) We had ice cream at my leisure every month because I kicked him in the teeth on this. Did you really? (laughs) Bless his heart. My account was well up over $3,000 within a year. And it's just an attest to how the market was back in 2020. Everybody thought that everything was going to just take a nosedive and it didn't. It continued for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a general correlation to everything. The market is a correlation to sometimes nothing or everything. And that's the best way to put that. Yeah. And we had this dartboard theory 
that we've read about several times. And as professionals, it is fun to have a little bit of fun. But when we're talking about your retirement, gambling is not what you do. Are you willing to let the market dictate your retirement income? That's a conversation you need to have with a professional. And although we did our little $1,000, I mean, right this moment as of today, my husband's account is less than $450. Mine is still well over what I put in it and then some. I'm close to 2000 Wow. So yeah. what are those differences that we were making? And I can tell you a couple of not really secrets or tricks, but just things to be watching for. It's simple. When the economy starts to take a shift and people cannot spend a bunch of money on luxuries, what are they always going to spend money on? What do you always spend money on, even when times are hard? Well, food. Food. Fuel. Fuel. Yeah. You got to have it. Have a Medication. house. You know, right. Medication. Uh-huh. All mm-hmm. the necessities. Yeah. The essentials. Well, those are stocks. Those are stocks, too. That's so, a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about that, you know, I wasn't doing anything really genius. I just noticed, hmm, things are getting really expensive. When inflation starts to really show its ugly face and the economy becomes stagnant, we call that stagflation. Mm-hmm. It's just a part of the economic cycle. It happens all day long. I'll give you a copy of the economic cycle when you come in if you want it. And when we're talking about just basic economics, I can see very clearly, here it comes. And it was time to start making some changes. And when we're talking about your retirement, I don't want you to feel that burden that, oh my gosh, I'm so worried that something's going to happen or I need to stop the bleeding right now because I don't have enough time to get back to it. Meet with a professional. Please don't make that decision on your own. I love that what you just said there about looking at the essentials because sometimes uh, people overanalyze and sometimes the answer is right there in front of you. What's not going to go away? What do people have to have? That's very smart and just in a very common sense way too. I like that. Well, what do all of the really wealthy people say? One of my favorite people that talks about stocks and bonds and mutual funds and the economy and all of the above all the time is Warren Buffett. Uh Uh-huh. Right. What's his rule? You buy when prices are low and you sell when prices are high. Right. Hello. That's it. So if you think about that in the back of your mind and then you put at the front of your mind, what is going on? Well, then you're not going to lose. And, you know, there are all sorts of ways to call that. You know, they call it the uh, efficient frontier, the capital asset pricing model. I mean, all sorts of different ways that you can... You know, look this I up call on it the common sense. And <laughs> many common ways, sense, right? <laughs> exactly. And I like to think of that with your strategies. In many ways, it's not. It's common sense strategies. It it can be overwhelming. But the thing is, uh, Christina's not laying out strategies to, for in suggesting, hey, be a do it yourselfer. Work together as a team with Christina, and that's the way that conversation's going to be. Not big words. Not hey, look what I know. It's just a conversation, her getting to know you, the right strategies for you for your retirement. That initial consultation, so much information can come just out of that. Here is that chance to schedule with Christina, again, at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. When you're giving us a call, remember that this is not a sales call. You're coming in here to just receive information. We're going to answer the question, are you on track, yes or no? It's that simple. Are you on track to retire how and when you want to? That's what we're really looking into. And for those of you that may be several years away, I had a couple that had called into the radio and they're fantastic. They came in, had a visit. We started to get a strategy in place. And then all of a sudden they said, you know what? I don't think I want to do that. Um, It feels like it's too much of this. There was no further conversation of how Mm -hmm. it really was. It was, I went back to my other professional and had a conversation and they're going to tell me what I need. That's totally fine. This is not a sales call. That's not what this is. We're here to give you information. And if it leads into something that we can do to help you, that's great. If it doesn't and you're on track, that's wonderful just as well. 800-832-1100. And keep in mind, this is a really, really, really good second opinion opportunity as well. Uh, To schedule 800-832-1100. If you text uh, 800-832-1100, enter keyword powerful. Coming up, we'll close out the show with Q&A, questions from you, answered by Christina Ping Kepperling. Back 
with your powerful legacy radio and it's Q&A time. Christina Ping Kepperling answering your questions and thanks so much uh, for sending those questions in. Uh, Christina Ping Kepperling and powerful legacy insurance and financial services offices in Lexington and Louisville and Christina's got you covered. I mean, she wants it to be convenient for you when you come in to meet with her and she will give you a copy of her book, The Retirement Train. Well, let's get to the questions here. We got one from Richmond to top it off. I heard from a friend that you could suspend Social Security benefits to later uh, get some benefits, but I, I didn't know what they meant and frankly was too embarrassed to ask them. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I do hear a lot of people that say that they're embarrassed to ask because they might sound ignorant. That's not ignorant at all. No. Um, and don't be embarrassed to ask questions. That's how you find out answers. So with no judgment whatsoever, here right. we go. The file and suspend strategy was eliminated in the Secure Act of 2015, which is getting ready to expire here very soon. So you cannot file for your benefits and then turn around and suspend them. The only exception is if you filed for early social security at 62. And let's say that within that first year, you decide that you do not want to take your benefits. And this happened during COVID. People had their jobs eliminated and filed for social security early and then turn around and got another job. So it was going to wash away their benefit because the excess earnings limit is only $19,560. Mm -hmm. So what they did was they have to pay back the social security, but you can pay that back and then no longer receive the benefit and then hold it to a later date. If you want to just suspend it, you get some for a while and suspend it. That's not going to work. If you're talking about just simply holding off social security, that max collection age is age 70. You can not receive benefit until age 70, not sign up for your benefit. Folks, once you do sign up for benefit for social security, if you are age 65 and older, you must take Medicare. You have to pay for mm -hmm. that. There's no exception, even if you're still working. So let's say you're working part-time and that that part-time employer has insurance benefits. You have, you to, have take to take Medicare. Medicare if you're collecting Social Security. Yeah, because those, you know, we talk about a lot of times, you know, with the COLA, the most recent one, but Medicare premiums went up as well. They sure did. Yeah. Thanks for the question. Never be embarrassed. Uh, is In fact, I know Christina encourages you if you schedule with her to, even if jot down the questions you have so you don't forget to ask them. 800-832-1100 to reach Christina. Shelbyville, is it okay to have more than one Roth IRA? And can I buy stocks or bonds with a Roth? Yes and yes. I do know people that have more than one Roth IRA. You are limited at up till the age of 50 to $6,000 a year contribution, age 50 and above $7,000 a year, no matter how many you have. So please don't go over those limits. That could be a problem. And yes, depending on what type of an account you have, there can be stocks and bonds within your Roth IRA account. Yes, is the answer. Jefferson Town. My anxiety is off the chart lately with these fears and concerns about recession. I pushed my retirement date already because my income now largely goes towards supporting necessities for my household, and that includes my 43-year-old daughter and her two children, who are 11 and 14. They've lived with me for the past decade. Is there anything that I can do to maximize that window of five to six years standing between myself and my retirement? And by the way, love what you guys do to help people on this show every week. First off, I want to address your anxiety and your concerns, your fears about recession. I'm sorry that you are feeling that way. You are not alone. Everybody is having this type of feeling. I know I do. Don't you, Dave? Uh, of course. Yeah. When I'm pumping gas, <laughs> when I'm yeah, at the grocery I mean, store. It's very normal. Yeah. But let's ease those fears for just a moment. First off, everything's going to be fine. This is just another cycle. We've had many of them. Let's just keep going. I know you pushed your retirement date back because you're paying for household necessities. I, I don't know what to say. If it's your daughter and her children and you've been supporting them for the past decade, I'm going to make an assumption. I don't normally like to do that because assumption it makes an A double S out of you and me. So oh. that's what happens when you assume. So right. I don't like to, but I'm going to assume that maybe your daughter is disabled because it's not your responsibility to support your children that are adults with children. 
That is not your responsibility. If it's taking away from your retirement or from your lifestyle or straining you, there needs to be a conversation if that person is not disabled, that A, one, you need to get a job or two or three, whatever it takes to be able to support yourself. Mm -hmm. And speaking as a single mother for many, many years, I've worked three jobs at a time before to support myself and my two boys. I've never asked for any assistance from my parents or the government or anything else. So it needs to be done. Don't let that burden fall on you. What can you do to maximize that window? As much as you can save as possible is what you can do to maximize Mm -hmm. that five or six years between yourself and retirement. And also, what can you do to make sure that you're going to have the money that you need to retire? You need to have a conversation about what risk comfort level you're at, because if you're only five or six years away, there's a possibility if you lose 30%, you're not going to have enough time to get even that amount back to even. Mm -hmm. So you may need to talk about that risk and really lower that risk or eliminate it to where that's not a worry within your retirement realm. And actually, uh, obviously, it sounds like you're near retirement in the in that financial red zone. If you would like to schedule with Christina and get some good solid strategies getting you in that five to six years and savings maximizing strategies, 800-832-1100 for Christina. Uh, You can text also that same number, uh, just enter keyword powerful, 800-832-1100. From Danville, I'm 68. I do not plan to retire anytime soon. So here's my question. Should I stop contributing to my 403B and put that money somewhere else so that I don't have so much saved in a tax-deferred account whenever I have to start taking distributions from it? I like where your mind is. First off, if you're 68 and you don't plan to retire soon, you're not limited anymore on your contributions into your accounts based on your age. So that's great. I mean, no worries. If you are being matched money in that 403B, so let's say that they're matching 5%, make sure you're putting in that minimum that they are matching. And then yes, sit down and have a conversation with a professional about possibly some tax-free retirement savings on down the road. Roth IRA is a great way. There's also a tax code called the 7702. That might be something that you could be doing, or maybe within these taxable accounts here or tax deferred accounts, make them taxable and do some Roth conversions. You're not limited on that annual amount at that point when you're doing conversions. So a lot of different options. That's an excellent question. We Mm -hmm. don't get anything like that very often, Dave. You know, for the previous question, I'm so glad you love what we do every week. And thank you for being a loyal listener. We do appreciate you so much. Absolutely. And thanks to all the people who send questions. And thanks for you just listening. Because if something has resonated with you, Christina's going to have one more opportunity on this week's show to schedule that initial consultation. I did want to mention another great quote that you, uh, on your book, The Retirement Train, you began each stop on that train ride through life with a quote. I, I know this is an author. I'm not sure I'm not uh, that I may butcher the name. Is it Leanne Cordes? Yeah, you did great. I did great on it. Great. I do love the quote. Continuous effort, not strength or intelligence is the key to unlocking your potential. I love this that. reminds me of a river. And you notice how rivers cut into a rock rock solid how does it do that right it's with consistency and persistency exactly continually flows and that liquidity flows right through that solidity and moves it if that's not one of the most amazing things ever i don't know what is and you can apply that to every aspect of your life and i think that there are many many great ways to have consistency and persistency in retirement but i also think that let's just say that you are not exactly where you want to be. There's a way to sit down and get to where you want to be. You brilliantly laid out. I mean, I'm serious here too. What comes up in that initial consultation, because that's in many ways, fact finding, uh, knowing that if you move forward with Christina and she rolls up her sleeves to get busy on the strategies, how they can best be applied in a custom fashion. And she can't do that without knowing what you're bringing to the table. What's your unique financial situation? How do you want to live in your retirement? What are those numbers? What is that financial independence number for you? So, Christina, for this week, uh, how many did you open up on your schedule this week? We opened up 10. Folks, it looks like we're just down to a couple. So please be patient with us. If we end up going over, 
we'll have a conversation about that. Um, we'll see what we can do to squeeze a couple extra folks in there. I know you're just as busy as we are, so we want to make sure that we give you everything that we can. So yeah. don't hesitate. Give us a call. Drop us a text. If the lines are busy, please try back. We'll get with you. Yeah, please do. Leave your information so they can get you back, get back with you. And getting back with you does not mean that they're going to sit there and start uh, selling. It's no selling here. There's no selling when you meet with her. So certainly okay. when they call you back, they're calling. Yeah, and I say that because, Christina, I'm that same way. I'm always, you know, thinking, I don't want to go through a sales pitch. Have you ever been through one of those uh, uh, timeshare things, you know, where they give you a free weekend, and you, but you have to sit through that thing? Oh, Have you ever been through that? Me and too. I didn't need it. Um, I, didn't, I, I knew I wasn't going to do it. Oh, I know. Well, right. I already I, paid for a vacation <laughs> and they invited me to this and said, oh. you know, we, are you enjoying the resort? Would you like to come back on us? If you'll come and listen to this, it's oh, only no. about two hours of your time. Ooh. It was not. It was almost six hours of my time. Uh, and it was heavy out. pressure. No fun. Oh, no, no fun I, at all. I, I don't like those. And that's what reminded me of that. This is not that. This is a fact-finding mission. If you go forward, well, then the goal is to get the strategies where it's a winning strategies for you in a custom fashion with Christina. So, again, 800-832-1100 to schedule. You can call 800-832-1100 or you can text keyword POWERFUL to 800-832-1100. You know, real quick, a friend of mine talked me into going with him to one or at a lake we live near. And um, I sat through it with him. And all he got was a bunch of, like, gifts. And they weren't that great. And he let me have the uh, alarm clock radio, which I ended up using for, like, 20 years. So I was kind of glad I went to that. It served me well. Served me well. Got me up many a morning. Christina, (laughs) this has been a fun show as always, but informative as well. We'll get back together again next week. Thank you once again for being with us and join us next week for your powerful legacy radio. advisory services offered through powerful legacy insurance and financial services christina ping and her guests provide general information not individually targeted personalized advice and are not liable for the usage of information discussed exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles this information should also not be considered tax or legal advice individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax legal accounting or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation past performance is not a guarantee of future results Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.